you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Lewis, and this is NFL Inside Report. The King runs wild. Tannehill looking over the Bills front, turns, gives it to Henry. Henry with a hole to the 10. Henry is stiff arm at the 5, into the end zone for the touchdown. Derrick Henry's run, not all regal though. Cam Wolf joins us with Henry's rocky rise to this current reign over the NFL's rushing attack. The frustration that a lot of their coaches had at the time was that he would bounce too far outside and he wouldn't hit the hole. He, he ran like he was 50 yards smaller than he was, 50 pounds smaller. And they were like, why can't you just hit the hole? Plus, Tom Brady constantly looking for an edge. Sarah Walsh now with one area where he's found it this year. And the results are clear. But we begin with the Titans finding their groove by getting back to the ground. Derrick Henry's Three scores, pacing an upset over Buffalo on Monday night to close out week six. Cameron Wolf was there and provides some insight now as the Titans look to build on their two-game win streak this week against the Chiefs. But first, Cam, back to Monday where the Titans were fired up for both the win and apparently to see you afterwards for an interview. It felt like A.J. Brown and some of those pictures you posted might actually be a part of your family. Is that right? Yeah, Red. I think he was so pumped to win the game. Yeah, uh, but it, it was—it's weird because, like, if I could take you guys behind the scenes, I'm there with my producer, right? And you're standing right. in the tunnel, and we're literally watching the four from one play from the tunnel. If we—if the Bills score, we're walking yes. across the field to the other sideline. If the Titans win, we're right there. So literally, <laughs> it's literally deciding where we're going. And the, the Titans, AJ is running off and Titans PR is, is yeah. like pointing him to him. And he sees me and he, he's probably just excited, as excited as anyone. Like, like he was ready to do this interview. We love this, man. Hey, the crowd's packed. I know you can hear him. Hey, we love, hey, Tennessee, we love you, baby. He didn't want to right. watch Josh Allen or, or uh, Stefan Diggs do this interview on his TV the other day. So I think there was just That's a lot of- right excitement energy and he also was probably excited to to get in the bathroom after, after you know that Chipotle 
<laughs> they had him sick before the game. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes on that one. That's right. Um, shout out to AJ Brown uh, to uh, for, for playing through the, the struggles and, uh, and and for ending up on the winning side of things and with an interview with our Cameron Wolf uh, on NFL Network. So I did that in 2015. I traveled to every Monday night football game. And right. so I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, you're like, all right. If the Bills win, we're getting this guy. If the Titans win, we might get this guy. We're not sure. We're going to see how it all hangs out, all, uh, how it all comes out. And bam, then you go. And you also got a chance to talk to the king, to Derrick Henry, after another monster performance and another monster season. He's actually on pace right now, Cameron, as you know, uh, to exceed his 2,000-yard season from a year ago. He is almost to 1,000 yards six games into this season. So Unreal. everyone knows, Cam, that he's getting the ball. Why is he still able to find success within this Titans offense? Right. He's just different. Um, It's funny. I actually have a good relationship with Frank Gore and I talked to him yesterday about it. And I'm like, what do you think about Derrick Henry? And he was like, everything about his game seems like it wouldn't work as well as it it, it does. You know, he's not a a necessarily super twitchy dude. Right. But when you get him the ball and he gets downhill, it's a wrap. Here's Henry. You saw that gap open up. And who wants to make a business decision? Micah Hyde had to, or it might have been six. And I think what really separates it is it's very simple. Guys just do not want to tackle him when he gets going. Like, like I don't blame him. Sometimes, sometimes it's, it's not football's not that hard. You see a guy that's that big, and there's something in your body, something in your natural inclination that you're not going to go at it as aggressive as you might have a different dude. Um, and I, I also think that the way they run their offense, um, it really allows him to get downhill. And, yeah. and that's what he does best. You can really hold Derrick Henry to a lot of negative runs if they're running a lot of stretch outside and you can get him before he gets going. But the way they run their offense, he hits it and, and it's a wrap. So it's fun to see, man. And, and if you watch the way the Titans play early in games, they will have a lot of short negative, short and negative runs. And then it's the 75 yard. Henry gets the carry, hole up the right side, breaks the tackle at the 30. There he goes to the 40. Henry's off to the races. Nothing but green in front of him as he goes down the left sideline. 76 yards. The touchdown for Derrick Henry, his eighth of the year. And it's like, oh, they have Derrick Henry contained, and then he pops one, and it's the one that we were always talking about. So um, that that's what makes him special that you never know when that one's going to pop out. And I think there was some question as to what this Titans offense would look like and how successful Derrick Henry would continue to be, despite his immense talent, when Arthur Smith left as the offensive coordinator to go to Atlanta. They promote Todd Downing right from tight ends coach to offensive coordinator. How much is continuity uh, helping the Titans this year continue to emphasize the ground game and have that commitment to it? Now, it's, it's important. If you watch the Titans over the last few years, they've done a lot of internal promotions. And so yeah. Matt LaFleur was there and he was a guy who, who, who was in the building and he left for the head coaching job. And everybody had this panic. What are we going to do without Matt LaFleur? And then Arthur Smith comes in and has right. an even better offense. Right. And so I think, you know, a lot of times you see everybody trying to look outside of their building to find guys. And I think the Titans are an example of if you have a program that you believe in and Vrabel clearly has an offense that he loves, um, you often see defensive minded coaches building offenses that they hated to go against. And so I've had conversations with Rabel about this and he hated to go against those smash mouth offenses. I mean, the offenses because it, it made you really buckle up and it made it difficult for you. So I think they've really prioritized building 
their offense around Derrick Henry year after year. We continue to to, to jump on Derrick's back, and, and he's willing and, and able to carry us. Um, and, and it's just uh, it's something that, that you know that you have in your back pocket and uh, front pocket. We pull it out and we use it. And it's been rewarded. And you you see it, you rarely see it in this league. We've truly got, we've got maybe three or four, maybe true three down elite running backs. You know, Christian McCaffrey's in that bunch, Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook. Um, you know, uh, you could probably extend it to to Zeke Elliott, although Tony Pollard's getting some some love in there. Yeah. Same with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. But as far as durability, as far as the ability to take the load every single time, um, I think that Derrick Henry's by far the best three down running back in the league. And because of that, they can build their identity around it. And Cam, when we have running backs that get the amount of carries that Derrick Henry has received the last two years, right? With that, uh, you know, the 1,500-yard year, then the 2,000-yard year, year ago, it's almost like you're waiting for the other shoe to drop, right? You're like, all right, clearly they can't do it. Can't do it for three straight years. Can't continue to pound the rock like he has. Take the hits. But he's built for it. Right. Is it more so than anyone else that may outside of Adrian Peterson than we've ever really seen in the last decade plus? Right. I played a lot of Madden growing up. He is yes. the back, the 99 overall back that you create, 6'4, 250 pounds. You put 99 overall to everything. Um, he's different. There, there are a lot of backs, like you said, once you hit that certain carry mark. I don't know what that number right. is. There's probably research done on once you hit a certain number, it starts to hit a downtrend. Um, but we haven't seen that with Derek. Not saying it's gonna, not going to happen at some point, but right. I think there's two things here. One, the Titans do a really good job of taking care of him uh, during the week. I've spent some time there. The, he doesn't practice. He practiced maybe like a, maybe two two-thirds speed one day. He doesn't practice at all one day, and then he gets a full day. One day, yeah. so you're taking care of him during the week, which helps mileage wise. And second, and we'll probably talk about this a little later, but yeah. early in his career, there was three years where he wasn't getting a lot of these bruising top carries. So this is really year three of him truly being year three or four of him truly being the no doubt lead back. So because of that, you know, whether probably not intentional, but he yeah. had a lot more durability and, and miles on the uh, on the legs. Well, see, you're a gosh dang broadcast professional, Cameron Wolf, because that leads us right into this next line of questioning, which was about Derrick Henry's career. And I think the the immense success he's had the last couple of years kind of overshadows the fact that there were people who were ready to give up on him, especially fantasy football players who are like, all right, Derrick Henry. And even, you know, like you look at those first two years where he had less than 200 carries, he had less than a thousand yards, both, the, both of those years. And you're like, well, DeMarco Murray was there. Um, but clearly, Derrick Henry, you know, had had the talent, has the talent to, you know, rise above anybody else in the backfield. Yet in games when DeMarco Murray wasn't playing and Derrick Henry would get a full workload, it wasn't very impressive. But all of a sudden at that year three, he really started to turn it on. And obviously into year four, what happened? What was the shift there? Rhett, it's actually a perfect conversation because I used to cover the Titans that year, uh, 2017 to 2018. So I spent a lot of time there. And to be frank, Derrick Henry wasn't as good of a back. He got a lot better. Um, the, the frustration that a lot of their coaches had at the time was that he would bounce too far outside and he wouldn't hit the hole. He, he ran like he was 50 yards smaller than he was, 50 pounds smaller. And they were <laughs> like, why can't you just hit the hole? So a lot of, I think, 
the Alabama days where he was faster than everyone, where he could just run it outside was in him. So I think it took him some time. And I remember having conversations with him and he had a conversation with Eddie George, who's a star out there in Tennessee, um, now coaching Tennessee State. And Eddie George had a pep talk with him, essentially telling him, you know, change your running style. You know, you you should be the bully. You don't need to be the speedster. And I think all of that really had an impact on how Derek improved. If you remember Titans fans, that was the exotic smash mouth era. That's right. uh, A lot of people would uh, want to forget that, but they really wanted to run the ball. But um, there were limitations in Derek's game at that time. And I think too many of those Titans coaches focused too too much on their limitations instead of doing what he did best. So, like you said, year three, after they had the little Deion Lewis experiment where it's the biggest uh, difference of running backs you could ever find. Size, playing over Derrick Henry, I think a switch turn about halfway through that year, and he became the king in that 2018 year. Yeah, man, I just, um, you know, just come out here, just try to be the best player I can, the best teammate I can, and, you know, come out here and take advantage of my opportunities and making plays for this team. Um, you know, whatever, whatever I can do to give us a chance to win, I'm willing to do and love this team, love this organization, love my teammates. Derrick Henry now, uh, now going from 2018 where he had just over a thousand yards, 2019 over 1500, 2020 over 2000. He is now on pace for 2,219 rushing yards and 28 rushing TDs this season, which would be a single season NFL record for rushing yards and would tie LT, LaDainian Tomlinson's single-season rushing touchdown record. And you might remember, LT and Adrian Peterson are the last two backs to win MVP uh, as running backs. Derrick Henry has more than 200 scrimmage yards, okay, that's ru- receiving and rushing yards together, more through six games than AD did in his MVP year in 2012 and that LT did in his 2006 MVP year. It is a special run for Derrick Henry and Cameron Wolf. Thankful to you for providing some context on this literal run for Derrick Henry. Absolutely right. Let's do it again this Sunday. Still to come on this episode of NFL Inside Report. Byron Leftwich saying to me today, like, we just, we have to score more points. And I'm like, well, you score 32 and a half a game is like what you're averaging. So you guys are kind of like, okay, there. Every single game, they feel like they've left stuff out there. Tom Brady and the Bucks will stop at nothing in their pursuit of excellence. And now the extra prep that's paying off next. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. 
So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Sarah Walsh back with us here from Tampa with the Bucks riding a three-game win streak into this weekend's matchup with the Bears and still finding ways to improve on offense, a unit already third best in the league in both total and scoring offense, and in particular, looking to improve the communication aspect the last few weeks here. Sarah, how's that going down in Tampa? Well, specifically their communication, I think, between the linemen and the running backs when it comes to to the run plays, which they don't call a lot of, right? I mean, that's just Tom doesn't have, so have it is. to. There was a point last week where, uh, you know, every coach on every team says they want a balanced attack, right? And I think I even said to to one of the guys, I said, do you even have to be balanced? Like, let's be honest here. Do we do we have to be balanced, right? Like, if, if you're if you're throwing <laughs> it for that works. many yards and you have that many weapons. But, but the reality is, is, yes, they wanted to be more balanced. And the run game is something that they just really haven't gotten going. So um, in the last couple of weeks, what they started doing is on Friday afternoons, Tom would go and sit in with the linemen and they would and and Leonard Fournette and, and the running backs. And they would talk over the run plays. They would talk about what works for them, what they liked. And they would talk about the the protection for those run plays. And they would, I don't, I don't think it would necessarily script out, but they would be like, right. hey, here's what we like and here's what works. And uh, and I asked Tom about that because one of the linemen tipped us off to that a couple of weeks ago and said they started doing that. And that's when they saw the improvement. And Tom called it sort of an evolutionary thing. That's how he put it to me when I asked him about it. And he said, it's not set in stone that they're going to meet. They, they have been meeting, though, on these Friday afternoons. Yeah. He said, it's not set in stone, but like we identified that this is an area that we need to be better at. And so we're going to put the emphasis there on getting better. We're going to do every, anything we can to get better. You know, I think that's the point is we got to identify areas that we think need improvement. And then we got to put emphasis on it. And we got to do the things that, you know, we think need to be done in order for us to all improve and be on the same page. So, I, I, again, I don't think that's finished. I don't think that's a finished thing, I think. And it's it's not a set in stone thing. It's an evolutionary thing. So you got to continue to have awareness of the things that aren't up to our standard and then try to make them better. His center, Ryan Jensen, talked about it today. He said since they've had those meetings, they feel like they've executed better. The communication's been better. And certainly this run game has been better. The last three weeks, um, we've really improved on the run game uh, from a communication standpoint to execution. Um, I feel like that's shown. Uh, we've, we've had a couple of little extra player meetings just to get on the same page and make sure we're seeing things the same. And it's, it's really uh, helped the last three weeks and uh, hopefully will uh, continue uh, the weeks following. And I mean, obviously, any time that you can be more on the same page as your quarterback, but it just it, I think it was just that extra little thing that has sort of helped them and, and put them over the edge on top of Fournette running really well. Yeah, he's been playing well the last couple of weeks uh, for sure. And, you know, I, I, I'm wondering with all this extra time that they are spending meeting, like how does Tom find any time for future installations of Tommy and Gronky uh, with their feet in the pool? Like, I mean, there's. I mean, these are these are important things that must continue, right? Obviously, but Gronky's got the ribs that he's trying to get back right. from. So I'm That's not right. sure, you know, in terms of like production quality, like where he is on those ribs and sitting down in the pool, it's like how suffer. comfortable yeah. that is right now. I know because you don't want to see the ratings go down on on such a blockbuster hit. Obviously, yeah. but we haven't seen him at all. I mean, you, and I know he's been at the facility, but you just have not yeah. seen him out on the field at all. 
Um, but that work and the progress uh, of, of that rib injury has gotten to the point where at least he was, you saw him out there working out today. He's not by any means practicing with the team yet, but at least you're seeing the steps in the right direction. So I don't know. I don't know about the Tommy and Gronky show, but yeah, the, the TV 12 Gronk show could get back to a football field near you soon. Hopefully. See, look at you. I like that. There you uh, go. I like that branding uh, as well. Yeah, no, it's, it's good. Just good to see him out there running as we uh, saw on uh, NFL now on Thursday. So looking at um, Brady and again, going back to like this win streak and um, it's happened, you know, they three in a row, which started with the Patriots game. Right. But, um, the loss came here in LA against the Rams. Is that you get the sense that there was much that that loss meant anything moving forward here for the Bucks and an opportunity to play a team you know that they might see later in this postseason that they've used that at all and anything that they've gained from that game here as they push forward. Look, I think at that point um, they were sort of due. They had been on this crazy tear. You're going to LA, um, yeah. You know, not to make excuses, but going across the country, but. I think, you know, anybody like looks at the schedule, right? I mean, I don't think the players necessarily do, but you go, okay, well, where's one? If you could see them dropping one, like that was the one I would say, that's what I could see them dropping. They were without Antonio Brown. Um, Gronk obviously fractured his ribs in the game. Um, They're down their starting corners. I think, I think there's sort of this idea that if they can just get through um, the schedule early on, they've had, they honestly have had a litany of injury that, that they didn't have last year. They did not have injury issues last year. They have them this year, but I think the idea is if you can hunker down and get through it relatively unscathed. And so again, if they beat the bears this weekend, they have a laundry list of guys that have been out. Their starting corners have been out since the yeah. beginning of the year. And that's if anyone's going to, and if anyone's going to exploit that, that's Matt Stafford and Cooper cup and like that whole group, like right. you didn't have your right. starting corners out there. You then bring Richard Sherman in, um, not for that game, but the reason you brought him hurt. in, yeah. he gets hurt. I mean, they literally have, have nowhere else to go in terms of like getting these bodies out on the field. And yet if they beat the Bears Sunday, they're six and one. That's the best start in team history. So I think if you say, Hey, <laughs> we're going to have all these guys be out and be injured, but you guys are going to be six and one. Are you cool with that? I mean, I think anybody, I think a lot of teams would take that, right? It's always the next man up. You know, there's going to be injuries. It's just never going to stop. Um, it's the history of the game. So, um, yeah, I think, knock on wood, we, you know, three or four weeks from now, we get some guys back and uh, we, we could have a really good, deep, good football team. So I think there's just that idea when you say learn from it. We saw them do this last year, though. The Saints beat them twice. And then when it mattered right. at the end in the playoffs, they beat the Saints. The Chiefs beat them pretty soundly. And then when it mattered most, they beat the Chiefs. This is a team that we've seen repeatedly. And I think that's probably credit to Bruce Arians and Todd Bowles and Byron Leftwich that they make the adjustments. And then yeah. Tom is so smart that he makes the adjustments. So if they lose to, for instance, the Rams, like I, the, the Bucks are the team I don't want to face again because this is a team <laughs> that we've seen, Sorry. right? This is a team that we've seen make the adjustments every time. And like if things go wrong, they're like, yep, here's what we did. And they find a way to fix it. So I think that they're just kind of like hunkering down and getting through it. And one thing I, I like Anthony Biasi, our producer pointed this out to me after I was on with you earlier, that uh, if you look at their injury list right now, it reads like a pro, pro bowl roster. Yeah. It is JPP, Richard Sherman, Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski, the injury list alone is, is the pro bowl, you know? Sure. Um, so it's crazy. And they've been kind of okay with getting through it. No, that's a good point. And look, there's a bye week approaching, right? You've got this week against the Bears. You got week eight on Halloween against the Saints in New Orleans, you know, which could be scary. Sorry for the bad yeah. pun. And then uh, week nine is the bye. And then maybe, 
start to get some of these guys back for that second half of the season. Now with the 17 game season, starting in week 10 uh, with a trip to Washington to take on the football team. Um, yeah. So I think that's a, that's a really good point. And this is the team that really hit their stride. What last seven games of the regular season last year after the bye. After the bye, right, exactly. So again, something uh, that we'll be following here with this Bucks team. And have you noticed, I'm just kind of curious, because we talked what, um, last time we talked here on the podcast was before the Patriots game with all that Brady returning to Foxborough uh, kind of hubbub and all that. Like, have you noticed Brady at all? Just a little bit more, like, relaxed, like we're we're through with that and we can kind of just, you know, focus on on football here? Yeah, I think it was just so many questions. I mean, yeah. even it wasn't even the questions that week, which I told you. It was like the week before there was questions about it. The sure. week before that, week one, there was questions about it. Um, so, yes, those questions have since passed. I think there's probably a relief. Like, we're not answering that anymore. His teammates right. aren't answering that anymore. Um, you know, he's a business-as-usual person, and he's and he's so much like, you know, when I said, what do you have to improve on today? He was like, everything. Like, there's, there's <laughs> nothing that we've, like, nailed down. Really? Um, like, really? Yeah. Come on. You know, yeah, uh, but I mean, that that is his mindset. And that's what makes him so good that like, you know, there's always something with this group and they just are never satisfied. I mean, even Byron Leftwich saying to me today, like we just we have to score more points. This game's about scoring points and winning. It's not really about nothing. nothing. This ain't the game from 25, 30 years ago, the way it was played. I always think of doing what we need to do to score more points. And I'm like, well, you score 32 and a half a game is like what you're averaging. So you guys are kind of like, OK, there. Pretty and they're good. like. Yeah, but they, they, every single game, they feel like they've left stuff out there. So I don't think that this team at all feels like they've, um, had a complete game yet this year. But I also think they understand they are far more along than where they were. There were times that they just didn't look good last year because they weren't on the same page. So, right. like, sort of the, the, where they started was so much higher than where they were a year ago. And I think there's that mindset that, again, if they can get everyone healthy, uh, th- this team will will be rolling again. I, I mean, first and foremost, they got to get those corners healthy because those yes. guys make such a huge difference. Yeah. Um, it really hasn't mattered on defense as much because of what the offense can do. So if you can't put yeah. points up, you can't hang with this team. Um, obviously, the Rams are a team that can do that and hang with them. But so, um, yeah, I, I think that they, I, I think they should be in good position because again, there's been some very unfortunate injuries, but not these season-ending injuries. Um, knock on wood that that have happened. It's all things that they feel like they can come back from. Yeah. And look, as you mentioned, going back to last season, they lost three of four from weeks nine through 12 and then had the bye, then won four straight to get into the playoffs. And then, of course, the rest was history with the three playoff wins and hoisting the Lombardi trophy. And they're certainly a lot better off now than they were at that point that year. So get some of these guys back healthy and who knows what happens come postseason. Sarah Walsh, thanks as always for giving us some insights down in Tampa. Thanks, Fred. And when we come back, a fisherman runs for 146 yards on Thursday night. Details next. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. 
Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. And now, the news. Thursday night football headlined by who wasn't available for both the Broncos and the Browns, specifically for Cleveland. No Baker Mayfield at quarterback, down both top running backs, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, among others, which allowed Dearness Johnson to shine on the ground. The same Dearness Johnson, who Nick Shook told us on our last episode here, went from undrafted out of college to deep sea fisherman to the AAF to fighting for a roster spot in Cleveland to now going for 146 yards on 22 carries in the game's first touchdown in prime time for the Browns. Case Keenum also more than serviceable in stepping in for Mayfield at quarterback, leading Cleveland to a much needed 17 to 14 win their fourth now of this season and Keenum telling Colleen Wolf and our NFL Network postgame crew afterwards when asked if he's ready to step in for Baker next time out and beyond stay ready so you don't have to get that mic drop moment for Case Keenum and we will drop the mic on this episode here thanks so much for being with us for producers Thomas Warren and Tim Parachka I'm Rhett Lewis We'll catch you next time. Be sure to download, rate, and review us here on the NFL Inside Report podcast over on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll catch you next time with a look behind the headlines and inside the highlights from your Week 7 Sunday. NFL Inside Report is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more official podcasts from the NFL, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, 
especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.